Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mighty Misfit Menagerie, or... Linger, lick is good. Am I going to be the <laughs> only person that's going to say cast normally now? Probably. I think so. I will yeah. say it with you. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're doing another episode of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, um, following last week's uh, Cast. rather fiery <laughs> experience, ignoring Mark. Who would like to do our recap? Was it fiery or radiant? Uh, it was It was warm, either it way. Was both. Yeah. <laughs> Infrared versus flame heat, you know. Who, who's got it? All I can think about is, is it cast because it's like a cast? All like right. And on to the uh, on to that recap. So basically last week, since this was a little bit of a short one, you all reached finally uh, the fortress of the Duragar, who you had been searching out for so long, dealing with an East Haven, dealing with in Kirkonig in different forms, where you had found a map. That map led you out into the wilderness. And after dealing away with some troublesome small illithids, uh, you found your way to their home base. And just as you reached it, a black crystalline dragon escaped. You spent over 12 hours uh, going from that base, trying rushing as desperately as you can back to 10 towns to save the only home most of you have ever known, um, only to arrive finding it untouched. Uh, Dugan's Hole entirely demolished, but Bryn Shander still standing strong as refugees poured in from every side. After resting, all of you were getting ready to set out and track down the dragon when it tracked down you. And after a, a difficult match, which uh, I look forward to the battles getting harder on this one because I underestimated my lovely players yet again. Uh, you brought it down to the ground, crashing and destroying in the streets of Bryn Shander with minimal damage to the city that could be the capital of Ten Towns. And I believe with that, we find you all after the battle in the streets of Bryn Shander, standing amongst the broken pieces. Is everyone okay? Surprisingly? Yeah. That was easier than I thought. Please don't say that. <laughs> God's only know what's coming next. Master, that bit is moving by your foot. Ah, uh, very funny. I know what's coming next. We go and destroy that fortress. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm with Finnick. That... Uh, the sooner we're done with these true regard, the better. I think we may need to rest before that, yeah. Uh, that's that's a good plan. I'm I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. <laughs> uh, I suppose we should. Uh, I mean, we should also probably clean up all the shardlin that's everywhere. Uh, we should also make sure that it doesn't get into any wrong hands while we're, while we're at it. Around you, as the dust of the battle settles, you see people starting to poke their heads out of homes um, and basements uh, as the city is trying to figure out if it's all over or if there's more to fear. The guard beginning to patrol, looking for further threats. Um, there are 
muffled screams heard down the street that are quickly crushed as uh, the clang of swords and spears comes from several directions at once. Um, a couple of them going on immediately, a couple more prolonged than before. Uh, you see the town in confusion. I'll send Jessica up and see if he could scout around and see what's going on. Okay. Um, give me a perception check for Jessica. Uh, 17. Uh, the immediate thing that he sees, uh, as you were not too far off from the town square, is Duvessa Shane and uh, the sheriff standing back to back, dead Duragar on the ground in front of each of them. Um, a battle that seems to have come to its conclusion uh, as Jesker comes across another three of the town guard fighting another Duragar enlarged, uh, one of the guard taken out, the Duragar seemingly on its last limb as the other two are fighting with it. Um, similar scenes are are around. Uh, the Durgar clearly outmatched in this setting, not expecting to take on a town that has not been destroyed, um, but it seems that the stand is not complete. They're attacking. We need to go now. Great. Where are we needed most? Um, I will, uh, I'll direct them towards like uh, one of the bigger battles maybe that um, it seems that like the Durgar are overwhelming our forces. So as Jester comes back, in none of the battles, luckily, are the Durgar overwhelming forces. Um, it's very, very clear as you approach that first battle uh, that the townsfolk, this is what they're built for. They're built for defending for threats on the ground um, outside of the walls. Uh, the fact that these have gotten inside the walls is no matter. Um, there's a, a woman, not even a guard, brandishing a chair as she hits it over the head of one of the Duragar as a guard rams it through. Um, clearly the crumbrottery of being the folk of the North is awakened in all of them now that they're safe from the beast from above. Well, maybe we don't have to do much then. Um, it does worry me that they've already sent forces here. It, it makes me think that they've sent it to the ruins of East Haven, the Cares, and every other city of Ten Towns. Should we try to seek out any messengers who would try to get returned to the fortress? I mean, it's not a bad idea. Um, can I go outside of the walls with Jesker and see what that scene looks like? Is there like yeah. a, an army? Bridgehunter's large. It's probably going to take you fifteen minutes to get to the closest gate. Um, but definitely, yeah. Um, as you, is anybody going with him? What are the rest of you doing? Uh, whichever gate he sends Jessica to, I want to send Shivers to the other gate. Okay. Um, you all at this point were probably closest to the gate to the east way. Um, so if you want to send the other one to either the south gate or Targos. Uh, I guess the Targos gate, because that's where they were coming from, right? Um, yeah, that's where the, the um, that's where the dragon came from, yeah. Um, so heading towards the East Way, uh, you see similar things of people, you know, putting out the fires. Luckily, there was only that one stream. Um, so there's just a single line of destruction where people are trying to put out what was there. And for the most part, they succeeded. Luckily, with everywhere being so covered in snow, there's enough moisture that the fire has a hard time sticking. Um, as you reach the gate, you see that they've fortified it uh, and 
for the most part, it seems that there's no combat happening outside the gate. Um, there's a few refugees still streaming in, uh, but there's not actual battles happening beyond the gates themselves. That's odd. I'll edit rolls. Go ahead and uh, and roll. Um, oh, it's like I wanted. I want an intuition check. Somebody give me a hand here. Insight. There we go. Thank you. Insight. Brain fart. That is a lot. That is a dirty twenty. So Jessica saw pockets of this combat happening at odd places, both close to and far from the gates. The Duragar didn't come from outside. Oh, shit. You've dealt with them in the middle of East Haven, in the middle of Kirkonig. Um, they can turn invisible. They must have a tunnel somewhere in the city. Clear that they were laying in wait. Uh, Quill, turn on your uh, detect magic. See if there's anyone else. Well, um, uh, uh, I can't do that anymore. Um, what do you mean? I, I don't know. When I summoned shivers, I couldn't do that anymore. It's almost as if I, the gifts are finite and I had to choose between two things. Out of character, I, I got rid I'm, of that ability. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, going to put up detect dots and see if <sighs> think of it, like finding you on invisible. Are you with the two of them? Yeah, I probably would have gone with them. Yeah, there's, um, there's not anybody, there are lots of thoughts around you just because you are still surrounded by people. The city is swelled to, you know, two, almost three times its normal size. So it's, it's crowded. Um, but there's nothing more around you than the refugees. Okay. And the I, don't, I don't sense anything hidden. Maybe the speaker and the sheriff know how they got in. Should we try talking to them? Hmm. And then we can gather forces for our assault on the fortress. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Go to them. <laughs> okay. um, just as a quick uh, note, Shivers at the other gate, um, once he reconnects with you, tells you the same kind of thing. There's nothing happening outside except a refugee still streaming in from other towns. And I will uh, cast um, Detect Magic. Okay. Using a spell slot. Um, so at this point, you all have spent a better part of an hour doing this investigation and searching around. Um, almost nothing. So returning to that marketplace, uh, there is still um, Sheriff Markham and Duvessa starting to, uh, Speaker Duvessa starting to direct people once again, um, trying to find homes for the people that have come in, trying to direct, um, you know, food for their guards as well as a general citizenry. You see the, the townsfolk all beginning to return to their homes. Um, fires are lit as they're beginning to cook for the masses. Um, there's Helen barking at some guards as they uh, all fight a single particularly large fire in a house that's still half up. Um, it seems that everybody is um, 
efficiently returning to their, their tasks of defense. Are the speaker and sheriff like engaged right now or can I hail them? You can definitely hail them. Mm -hmm. um, she spots you first to break away. We want to uh, assemble a force for the to assault the fortress. Um, also, uh, Durigar are inside here. Is there a way for them to have infiltrated in? Well, we're working on something like that right now. I, I, I haven't had... We're spread a bit thin, as you can imagine. I've, I've, I've done my best to make sure that um, we have all of our entrances covered, and so far nobody's coming in that we have not checked. Uh, I have my guards looking for tunnels in all of the cellars that we know of within the town, but they came out of nowhere. I mean, we were standing on the platform directing the troops and they just appeared on the platform with us. It was as if they came from invisibility, really. I were searching for entry points, but it was as if they were waiting for some sort of signal and then I don't know, revealing themselves. I, I can't I can't thank you enough for, for what you did. I've I've already heard the reports that it was <laughs> the five of you that took down that beast. We we will be forever in your debt. I'm just sad that we couldn't help the other towns more. I think that there was a threshold to what could have been accomplished and we all just have to rebuild from what we have. At least now there's a center of operations that we can send whatever resources we can gather to the rest of the towns. It's, it's not like all hope is lost. We're, we're here. Ten towners survive. Yes, we do. Do you want us here or do you want us to begin working towards the fortress to take out any forces they have there? I'm not particularly familiar with the fortress that they have. So if you have a location, please ensure that there's not more harm done like this. I don't know if they have more of those things or, or some other plot against us, but if the source of this can be rooted out and destroyed, I think it's the best for all of us. If it helps, we have a three bedroom house if there's refugees who need places to stay. Um, please, I, I would be happy to to place them there. I appreciate your continued generosity. Um, whatever resources we have are at your disposal. I, I can't unfortunately give you men at this time, but if you tell me where you're going, I will send what I can as soon as they're available. Also, uh, if Bryn Shander could settle a small debt with the scroll keeper, uh, I don't particularly know his name, but there's a gnome shopkeeper in town. Uh, if Bryn Shander could settle that debt, we needed to procure some stuff before killing that dragon. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into it. Um, I would, I don't know if I necessarily have time to do that myself, but if you direct him, uh, to leadership, then either myself or the sheriff will see what we can do to look into that. Also, okay. make sure all the townspeople stay clear of all these shardling. Okay. Oh yes, gloves. Use gloves, for sure. <laughs> she turns around and calls back to the sheriff in this booming voice that is uh, just the polar opposite of this, you know, soft-spoken gratefulness that she's given to you, much more of a command speech um, as she 
gives that order to him and he begins to convey it amongst the guards. And, uh, you know, and no, no magic around the Shardalan. All right. Um, well, as you saw, our casters are few and far between, but we'll do our best. I know we are putting a lot on your plate, but uh, any of the leadership survive from East Haven? We have yet to have any join us here. Generally speaking, if one of us has to flee to the walls of another, we report ourselves to the other leadership immediately. The speakers have a council and I, I have yet to see anyone from East Haven. Well, it, it may be a good idea to send a small team to East Haven. They have an artifact that we uncovered that could help greatly in present circumstances. Uh, a cauldron that could feed thousands. That son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And she kind of snaps again and two more of the guardsmen come over and she starts to, to give them the instructions about the cauldron. That sounds, that sounds roughly like Dan has to keep something like that for himself, but can't be yes. helped now, can it? I can't imagine the greed of some people. Really? Is there anything else I can help you all with? Much to be done. Well, if you can focus on rebuilding 10 towns, we can focus on assessing this threat. <laughs> Excellent, we shall begin. Please keep me posted of whatever it is you find. We'll continue to do what we can to help. Okay. I look to Finnick. So we fly there? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, potentially. I just need maybe six hours to, uh, to be able to cast this regularly. Yes, and rest. We all need yes, rest. Rest, rest is paramount this time. Um, Great. Is uh, Velen, is that her name? Uh, Velen. 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 Is Velen with us? Um, she is not. No. When you okay. all dispersed, she didn't uh, attend. Uh, maybe it'd be a good idea to track her down and see if she could help us. And uh, also, I know she was uh, asking for assistance. Maybe there's another job we can do. I'll find her. I'm going to check with the refugee camps and see if any of the survivors want to join us. Uh, I'll go to my cabin if anyone needs me and I'll start working on this spell. Uh, Quill, do you, do you require anything from me? I'm still quite, quite exhausted. Uh, no. One level of exhaustion. If you, if you want, <laughs> if I had to quantify it, if on I a scale to. of on a scale of one to six, how exhausted would you say you are? Uh, I, not anything too bad, but I feel like if I were to do anything, I might be at disadvantage. Mm. You should go rest then. Uh, okay. It seems a long everyone. Time. It seems everyone else has some kind of grandiose task to accomplish. I think I'm just going to go and. Uh, Lock up our valuables in our bungalow. <laughs> Sounds good. I will come and assist for that and then take a, a slumber. Um, Finnick, as you return to your own cabin, it's gone. 
it was in the path of destruction. Um, Did you roll for that? Straight line. And it is, it is no more. Anything survive from it? Uh, Ash. Ash. Well, I will pick myself up and go to the Weech's Teat and pull two tables together and start working. Okay. Um, And the rest of you, tell me exactly where everybody is going again, please. I'm going to find Volin. I'm going to the bungalow to lock up our valuables so we can put refugees up. If it's still there, (laughs) I'm going to the refugees. Okay. Um, So returning to where the dragon battle happened, it was right outside the witch's teeth. You guys basically went out to find it and it was there. Um, And entering, uh, Valin is seated at the bar uh, while refugees are all kind of moving around in the space, passing out food like you'd seen before. Um, you have uh, your apprentice uh, barkeep still furiously trying to keep up with the demands. And she's sitting casually at the bar, legs crossed, leaning on it, sipping from a tankard. I thought my task was the most important thing happening up here, but apparently I'm wrong. Cat caught your tongue, dear. See, orange. Mine froze, sorry. Oh, Oh, you're good. (laughs) I was like, I thought I was waiting for you to keep talking, sorry. (laughs) It's like, hello? Sorry, well, what I, you saying? <laughs> I thought my task was the most important thing happening up here, but apparently I was wrong. Seems y'all are um, busy presently. I mean, just another day, but yeah, dragons <laughs> don't always pop out of nowhere. I have a favor that I would like to ask of your group, but it seems that whatever the present situation with is uh, a little more important for the present and mine is not necessarily directly time sensitive. I, I wouldn't wait too long, but I can, can give you till you can get this town in order before uh, society collapses and whatnot. That's refreshing. Can I ask what kind of favor this might be? One more detail. I'm just looking for a book. Mm. I don't think it's anything that would be of much use to all of you, but I do think that you could all be much use to me. So if you Insight? What? Uh, uh, that's a four. Um, <laughs> she's looking for a book. Cool. <laughs> all right. Um, well, um, I mean, where did you last have this book? Oh, it's not mine. I mean, it will be, but it's not yet. <laughs> okay, well, we need to take care of a few things, but I'm sure that we would be more than happy to help you locate your book. She uh, throws back the rest of the tanker and sets it down with a, a loud uh, ting. Uh, that's exactly what I was hoping you'd say. Uh, another one when you have a moment. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Okay. Uh, 
as you leave, you can see that she actually has uh, her two cobalts helping in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> it looks like your dwarven friend is very uncomfortable uh, with the zombies being around, but they're they're doing their best. Okay. Um. Okay. Ask her to come with us. Hey, what? Ask her to come with us. The fortress. Um, I guess I would walk, start walking away, and then, hey, Flynn. No. <laughs> you don't even know. Well, what good to luck. Ask. And she turns <laughs> her back to you to the counter. <laughs> uh, I love a hard to get NPC. She's just playing okay. hard to get. It's fine. Thanks. I, oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, returning to the cabin, um, it is shaken but standing. Um, as you open the door, uh, it's clear that anything that was on the walls or on counters is now on the floor um, as the building was close enough to the blast uh, without being in the epicenter of it to have been hit a bit. Um, several shattered picture frames and whatnot, uh, but no structural damage. All right. Altus, grab a broom. Absolutely. And I commence cleaning. Okay. Excellent. You're able to get all that handled very quickly. I mean, it's just rubble at this point. So without trying to salvage things within, you know, another half hour or so, the place is back in safe enough order to have people in. Uh, Quill, do we have enough spare blankets for for guests? I don't, I don't think I have more than a couple extras. Well, I mean, we're not going to be staying here after you take a nap, so. True. Mm. I just... I desire, after everything that we've been through, that the guests be as comfy as possible, but uh, not not too comfortable in our home. Mm. Oh, well, well, I'm sure that they'll be thankful for just a, uh, a warm place to sleep, as, as am I. Uh, I no. kind of push him back into his armchair, just so he just plops over. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, Back in the market square, uh, Tempest, what are you doing with the refugees? Okay. So is there kind of a place? So it sounded like there were a lot at the witch's teeth. So maybe I'll go there. But is there a place like with camps that are kind of set up or is everybody being placed in other people's homes? It sounds like. So there's no place that they're kind of gathered right now so basically in the start of all of this there was everybody just kind of in the town squares and what duvess has been working on uh with the help of sheriff markham uh between making the troop movements is trying to get all of these people shelter um so there have been some tents and things built but for the most part they're being pushed into taverns into shops into places that are going to be warmer and better protection from the elements so there's a crowd there, but it's a crowd that's dwindling over time. Okay. Um, I just kind of shout at them, <laughs> at the, pe- the, the people there in the square. Hey, if anybody wants to take down the 
the bastards who attacked us you know i'm building a force and so i just kind of walk around shouting that and then maybe i pay a couple of kids to spread the word of that Um, and then i'll go to the witch's teat and announce it there too uh roll persuasion Persuasion, that's not going to be a great one, but 12. Okay. Um, you don't get a huge response. Uh, it seems most of the people are exhausted from walking here. Um, people just carried whatever belongings they had on their backs, whatever precious things that they needed to keep from destruction. Um, so it's a strange hodgepodge of people carrying gold or furs or, um, you know, dragging sleds behind them, um, just trying to, to save whatever was worth saving so that they could rebuild. Um, there's a few people that take note, uh, but nobody in that first crowd really stands up to join you. I'll try at the witch's teeth too. Excellent. So that I believe means that we have uh, Tempest and Z at, and Finnick at the Witch's Teat and Altus and uh, Tranquil were at your home. Or Z, did you leave for the house? Sorry. Um, I probably would have stayed there just to regroup and then go from there. Okay. Yeah, it's, it is a raucous... Uh, afternoon the likes of which the witch's teat hasn't seen since before this winter with how crowded it is um it's warm with the heat from the fire and the heat from all of those bodies pressed together in the space um everybody's starting to make space of their own some people on the stairs leading up to the rooms above the tavern some people on the floor um it's starting to settle as people realize that there's less of a dire need knowing that there's more food coming um no more fighting over the the stew being ladled out Uh, but the space itself is just so full of this vibrant life of 10 towns unable to be destroyed it's not helping okay all right so with that, I believe all of you said you wanted to take a rest, or what was the next step? Yes. Me too, yeah. Um, so if you were not returning home, um, they will help you. Tormund will help you, you know, get sleeping bags and whatnot set up in the space. Um, Fiddick, of course, you're welcome to fall asleep on top of the tables, as yep. has happened several times in the past. Valin um, kind of disappears. Uh, when it gets a little bit later, she has her uh, her guards continue to help Tormund in whatever he needs. He's getting a little bit more comfortable with them over time, um, though neither of them speak. Their hoods covering all but the tips of their little uh, rotting snouts. Um, and uh, sort of closest thing to peace has, has been in the last 24 hours begins to settle over Bryn Shander as night falls. Um, Hard to tell that night's falling, except for the light from the aurora stretching over. Uh, anything else you all wanted to do in your rest? Just finished cast, um, copying that spell into the spell book. Okay. Uh, 
Um, While Altus is asleep, and I make sure he's asleep, I just gently go, sorry, I've been such a jerk. There, I said it. And then I go upstairs to go to sleep. All right. And with that, I'm going to take a very, very short break. I will be right back. I mean, I'd love a shield made out of... <laughs> um, so, as each of you begins to wake up one by one, um, your natural body clocks used to waking up without light outside of the windows, there's the whistle of wind, strong, as pellets hit the buildings from all sides, the wind whipping around, and through the glass, there is nothing but a blue-white outside. A blizzard has settled over Bryn Chander and Ten Towns. Classic. What would you all like to do? Well, Flynn's not going to help us. However, she does have a favor that she'd like to ask of us if we have time later. I take it you all are gathered in the witch's teat now? You're no longer separate? I assume, sorry, I must have missed. I assume that they came to the witch's teat to sleep. I mean, Altus is going to wake up feeling refreshed and wait for Tranquil to get up and start his day. I don't want to wake him up, but uh, yeah. I mean, the first thing we do is probably head over to the witch's teat, not to speak for Rio, but to speak for Altus. Sorry, oh, player, player Hank's brain is fried today. My bad. Oh, Tranquil already went to the witch's teat and he left a note on your chest saying, hurry up, Slowpoke. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to, Altus is going to rush over there hurried and his normal clothes are going to be a little bit disheveled as he went, oh, and took off. All right. So all of you in the witch's teat. <laughs> yes. Uh, is Valin here somewhere? Um, she is not... At first, our roll perception. That's terrible. Um, it is a nine. You don't see her, no. Shit. It's hard, there's just so many bodies and all of them are wrapped up in furs and sleeping bags and almost everyone just appears to be a lump. We might be able to buy her off uh, i don't know I, I we do need help i i think if we're planning on raiding the tower or the castle or whatever you want to call it the townspeople are exhausted i didn't get many takers we're gonna find any help i think we've got to do this on our own i mean if we've already struck down one dragon what uh what else do we think they have hiding in there That's a good point. anything or much worse. You know, I think I'm dragon. another dragon. I mean, if they had much worse, why didn't they use it during their initial attack? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, did they need more than a dragon if we didn't intervene? I mean, my point is, is so their sack of 10 towns by all accounts was successful, right? Uh, 
if someone got back and said that only Bryn Shander stands, then they're probably expecting a huge army to march up to them in a, like a week, two weeks time. The last thing they would be expected is five plucky young, well, except for you, master, uh, heroes <clears throat> marching in and sneaking through an air vent or something. <laughs> Unless they got word that the five plucky, relatively well-aged people are the ones that took out the dragon. In which case, getting there faster would be you know, better for surprise. But if if the sack of ten towns is viewed as a success, given the only Brinchander stands, then they might still be in celebrations or uh, might have their guard down. I, I'm thinking getting there swiftly and quietly is going to be most important. I yeah. think I think we're all in an agreement that we need to go now. Um, it's it's going to be a long travel. Uh, I understand a little bit more about this spell, and it seems I can cast it on one person for ten minutes, uh, and I can do that twice before having to rest again. What spell? We don't fly. Fly. Well, you wouldn't want to fly in a blizzard anyway. I don't want to walk in a blizzard. Well, that's why we have Axby. As many Axbeaks as we have. Should we see if we can acquire another Axbeak soon? Maybe a, a Mr. Nugget or something? Well, we we have the two Axbeak and the sled. Three? I thought two were killed. We had five and then two oh, were okay. killed. So we have the three in the sled. I don't think we should deprive the town of any more resources. Uh, I think we could get by with what we have. Easily. We're professionals, apparently. Allegedly. Well, right. shall we set out in this blizzard to go avenge Ten Towns? Yes. Yeah, Tempest, you're driving. Uh, oh, I'll get us there. Quill, um... Should we go check on, uh, see if there's more scrolls? I don't know if the town has uh, paid our tab yet, if it were. Oh, if they haven't, then we can add to it before. Yes. That's, <laughs> That's definitely a good point. go. <laughs> I mean, we might be saving the town again, for all we know. Let's, uh, let's take a look. We'll be... Nothing more profitable than disaster and war, right? Sex, mate. All right. <laughs> well, spirit. <laughs> the oldest profession <laughs> spells scrolling. Um, as you make your way through the blizzard, uh, the visibility down to 30 feet in front of you, um, trudging along in your winter clothes, uh, it's knowing the layout of Brinchander, it's a little bit easier than it would be if you were in the wilderness or trying to find another town. Um, the spell scroll shop is full of refugees. Sleeping wall to wall, just like they were in the witch's teat. Um, the floor crowded. And as you look through the glass of the window, the wall's empty. The what's empty? The Oops. wall's empty. All the scrolls are gone? <laughs> it's unfortunate. 
seems somebody else had the same idea to remove the valuables before opening the doors to strangers. Oh, mm. so he might still sell them to us. They're just not on display. Well, I don't know, Master. It might be best to just head out of town. I suppose. Hopefully I have. Prince I have, doesn't pay the tab for at least a few days. I have that little thing that Z talks about sometimes. The, the. I think it's glilt. Glilt. I think it is. A what? I don't know. Is that word you say when I do something wrong and you say I should feel guilty about it? You should see. Uh, you should see a cleric about that. Maybe you can help. As the wind whistles between each of you, smacking any of the bare parts of your face with a bite of the cold. What do you do next? Well, wrap my uh, scarf tighter around my face. All right. Are we leaving Brinchander? Any last things to do here? Um, are we still pretty set up for this kind of travel? So I know we have a ungodly amount of rations. We probably still have like mess kit and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. We probably can't load up on potions since we can't get spell scrolls either. Um, can we go by and check the apothecaries to see if they're in business at all or also and the apothecary think, is this guy yeah, he has the oh, two doors he, next oh, to each other where he just pops it. between the two of them got it so that's out of the out of the question but you guys should still have some potions left from before i believe we do yeah well, i can do a little bit of healing now yeah i can heal and i don't believe we used any that we had bought i think i said i bought four Oh, yeah, I have two potions of healing. Um, and I believe, if I'm not entirely mistaken, you guys left all of your mounts uh, in the stables at the Witch's Teat, so they should all still just be there. We should still... We're down two axe beaks, but we have enough space on the dog sleds to carry people. Yeah. So, so well, one sort of two people, really. Well, to carry two people, we'll probably have to leave, like, half of the supplies here, though. We could donate them to the the town effort or we, what about our bag of holding yeah oh never mind then yeah as long as it can fit in the bag of holding i'm fine with that i mean the bag of rations yeah because we have literally all of our rations full term. yeah you have ration holding yeah it's honestly any, any honestly treasure you, get, you just have to throw rations out to fit it in <laughs> honestly it's mostly uh axe beak and dog food uh, that's mostly what our encumbrance is. <laughs> the rations aren't that heavy. It's the pet food that's very heavy. <laughs> and it's well worth it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so Gotta you are able to... your food fed. Who is taking the axe beaks and who's taking the sled? And what path are you taking to get back to where you were? I guess me and Tempest on the sled and then the boys on the uh, axe beaks. Uh, do we I'm just take the, sh the shortcut again that we took? Not the over the water. ice, though. No, let's not go over the ice. Yeah, not over the ice. Uh, I am going to ask Tempest. Uh, Tempest, would you prefer to ride on Mutton Chop, or would you prefer to ride on the sled? Mutton Chop's dead, bro. <laughs> That's right. Jerk! And I stomp away. <laughs> oh. 
I get on the sled. <laughs> All right, tell me the path that you're taking. Yikes. We're going here, right? Yeah. Okay. You guys still do have a map, but it is a blizzard. Maybe it an might hour's be. past at this point. I think we go to East Haven along the East Way. And then go down from there. That's a that's far away from where we're going, though, yeah. I think it might or be a blizzard. It might be safe to just take the road. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I meant the road towards uh, the ten trail towards the mountains, and then cut off from there. If we go to East Haven, then there will be less road. So, like repeating the path that you guys took last time. Yeah, because that way we can follow the river. So even if it's and also the trees would give us some cover. You tell me. About the same. I almost see all these arrows on the screen. Sorry, (laughs) cracking me up. (laughs) My worry is from East Haven all the way down there. We're gonna have if the blizzard is still going, it's just gonna be empty time. Yeah, no, that's a good idea because we can go to the Trail and yeah, follow the river at least. I mean, worst case scenario, somebody can just like you know, axe beak on one side of the river and then, you know what I mean? Like, it'll be much easier to to find our way that way. Let's just do that. Okay, so it's about nine o'clock as you all set out down the Ted Trail. Um, It's difficult still to see what's around you, but the fact that the trail itself is mostly embanked on either side by the gathered snow, you can tell that there's this divot where the road should be. Um, Who is in the lead? Us in the sled. Okay. Um, so I need a survival check from the lead driver. Were you serious when you said you wanted me to drive? Yes. I, yeah. I feel okay. like you would be the best suited for it. I got a 19. Okay. Yeah, you are able to easily navigate yourself um, down the road. It is definitely slower going than you would normally see on these roads. Um, but you no longer can see Bryn Chander behind you, just the valley of the 10 trail in either direction. Give me another survival. That one's a five. Uh, As you continue, you reach a point where the blizzard's been going on so long that you can't tell where the trail is anymore. Um, it's all just become this flat expanse of snow in any direction. And as you are trying to decipher what the next direction should go, in the distance you can see the shadows of a forest. So I kind of call everybody together and I, you know, I've lost the trail. Does anyone else, there's the shadow of forest over there. Should we head towards that? Can someone else do a survival check? And what was, I'm sorry, what was the role? Well, Tempest? My Tempest. role, was, my original role was five. Um, That's why we got lost. But if somebody else wants to make another one when I, as I've gathered us together to talk about it. 
As you gather everyone together, um, Z is not there. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> we didn't oh. tie ourselves together. We forgot that. <laughs> Z, I need you to make a survival check. Oh, fantastic. Um, what's your survival? Hold on, Z, what's your survival? Uh, four. Plus four. Give me just one second, sorry. Okay, so DM, um, it doesn't explicitly say that I can use my portent for people that I can see. What is your ruling? Um, I, I think the portent is a mythical force that just gets assigned where it gets assigned. Okay. So you, you saw an, Z finding himself, then you saw Z finding himself. You rolled an 18, buddy. Yeah, so 22. Z, you do not see your party, but you do see a line of trees. Um, I'm going to make for the line of trees. Um, and I'm also going to have detect dots up. So if I come within 60 feet of someone, All right, and the rest of you made towards the line of trees? Okay. Um, you are, you all ended up over here. Oof. Oh man. As you all try to pull away from the blizzard into the quasi shelter of the tree, there is a dark shadow in the distance that looks around. And Z, you can sense the party south of you. Okay, I'm gonna head towards the party. I will message the figure, name yourself. Is that me? Yes. Oh, Finnick. Oh, damn it, Z. It's Z. It's Z. Okay. Fine. You all managed to reunite underneath the trees outside of Dugan's Hole in Goodmead. Mm. Well, that didn't work. Is it possible to lash the axe beaks together at least, or will that hinder movement too much? Do we want to do that? That's a good idea. It's like a normal tactic. We've done it before. I do that. So now like reindeers with mounts <laughs> on Santa's half dog, half bird sleigh. Um, you are all in a single file line, though that will put Tempest and Tranquil at the rear. That's fine. Well, if Z has a plus four, he can be at the front. Navigate. Oh, is that better than yours? Yeah, well, plus three, but yeah, plus oh, four is better. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and Jake's you... pretty good at survival too, aren't you? Yeah, actually. Cool. It's well, plus three. It's been three hours since you left Brinchander. We are now in the middle of the twilight time, though it's hard to tell with the blizzard raging. Um, you all have gotten your bearings at this point, knowing the shape of this forest. Where are you going to go? Do we try to get back to the road or do we just try to head directly south? Uh, Hello? The, the road? 
that was our original plan. I don't, we don't right. have to change I wanna it. Get a, I want to get us back to the road. Okay. Can you guidance yourself? <laughs> no, yeah. I can guidance you. Oh, yeah. We can guidance each other through like a, a cleric five. Let's oh, do it. All right. Cleric five. I'm going to uh, ride the axe week over to Z and Z, we can do this. I know we can. Whatever lies ahead, I'm happy to be here with you, brother. And I oh, go for a, a cleric five. That is a 22. Okay. Are you trying to go directly uh, west to the road? Or are you trying to go like southwest to the road? How are you trying to get back to the road? I want to take, I think I want to go directly west because I want to make like the shortest path to the road. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you are able to uh, keep course over the tundra as far as you can tell um, based on your natural senses and compasses and whatnot. Uh, give me another roll. Uh, 18. Okay. Sorry, 19. At the end of this, the blizzard begins to calm and the winds around you begin to dissipate and you can just see this last hour of twilight as it becomes clearer and clearer around you. Whereabouts are we? You are roughly here. Okay. Um, how long did that take us? That took you two hours. Um, should we keep heading towards the road? So you traveled for five hours total now, I believe. So that puts us at 2 p.m., 2 in the afternoon? So 9 plus 5, so yeah. 1-ish. You're right, too. Um, yeah, so let's, let's head back to the road. Let's keep going. So now you no longer have to make those rolls. Um, with the blizzard depleted, you are able to get back to the road uh, within the next... Um, two-ish hours uh, on the road, uh, travel is much quicker. Um, it is a lot more difficult to see and you can see the places where Tempest must have gotten turned around as some of the spaces have these embankments on either side, but you'll go a full mile where it's almost impossible to tell the difference between the road and the tundra around it. And uh, within another, um, Six hours, you've been traveling for almost 12 hours now. You're able to reach it uh, down to that river that you originally had crossed days ago, traveling to the Illithid ship. Yeah, I say we to make camp. There's no use pushing ourselves to the brink. In the darkness, you see large bodies moving outside of the forest. These shapes um, kind of silhouetted by the night as we're reaching that nine o'clock, 10 o'clock hour where the Aurora returns now that you've been on the road for so long. And it's clear that it's a herd of mammoths making their way across the tundra. <gasps> Could you imagine if we had those? Is no, it a no, no, no. I can talk to them. <laughs> Finnick, help me here. It would Tempest, be nice. come on. 
Oh my running. god. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to speak with Animal Ghost. Hello there. Uh, you are about 100 feet off right now, um, but all you get back is a as the lead one raises its tusks in the air and they all continue their motion. Wait! Hang on! <laughs> God. Uh, one lead one turns to face you as all the others keep moving and you see it kind of spreads its stance preparing for whatever might come at it. Hello, good sir. How, read for me how your communicate with animals works. It's the spell speak with animals. Read for me the spell speak with animals. <laughs> but I remember exactly how this goes. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration, the knowledge and awareness of any beast is limited by their intelligence. But at a minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they receive. You what? And this is an invocation? It's a divination. Sorry, no, no, for for uh, for Tranquil, oh. is this an invocation? Yeah, it's not a spell. So you're right here off the road. Um, they were further off the road as you approach. Uh, the mammoth that stopped, the rest of them are continuing to beeline it north. Um, what is it you want from us? Not from your whole herd. I understand that you have a family to protect, but we're on a dire mission for the good of all of Icewind Dale, which is the land we currently reside in. And we were wondering if we could beg a small favor. What is good for the people is bad for the herd. Well, most of the people are dead. That is good to hear. Yes. And it was partially our fault. So, I mean, oh, congratulations. Yeah. I appreciate your effort in keeping our herd alive. Yes, very much so. You are very mighty creatures. We seek We seek great mammoth hunters in the mountains and we we're hoping that one of you could help guide us uh so that we may rest. We will guide you what do you mean guide you well we do not go in the mountains we are creatures of the tundra oh you don't ever he, he like looks at his giant <laughs> hooves and holds them up i do not like elevation I'm sorry. I, I I must have misunderstood. I thought that your people were mighty and uh, able to crest the mountains with but single leaps. You have been mistaken. Any what news of the tundra? Did you want to kill the mammoth hunters? You wanted guidance from us? Well, assistance, as you are much stronger and better suited to the cold than we are. What assistance is this? Well, you would help pull us along. <laughs> he looks back at his herd. I will not go into the mountains, but if you wish help in the valleys, then roll persuasion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
hang on, I got to open my character sheet because this is one of my rogue thingies. <laughs> I thought for sure I wasn't going to roll anything all night. Oh, I'm just going to roll the die. Uh, it's a 13 plus nine. So 22. Um, he raises the, the trunk again and you see a smaller one of the herd break off and come kind of prancing forward. <laughs> so a little more light on its feet. Um, son, they wish our assistance and I cannot risk any more damage to the herd than we have seen thus far. And it kind of nods. Um, take them where you can and return to oh. us as soon as you're able. We will wait off the crest of the graveyard. I turn to the smaller one. Hello, young one. I am Tranquil, son of Finnick. The larger one has already turned around and begun to head back to the herd. Um, the smaller <laughs> one goes down on one front knee um, to bow and then uh, kind of gestures like, where do you want, where, where, where do you want to go? <laughs> do, you, do you have a name? No. Well, uh, come with us. We'll sleep for the evening and then in the morning we'll head out. No? Stomps its foot. Now. Why now? Go now. Don't, don't antagonize it. <laughs> Is he a full-size mammoth? Uh, ever so slightly smaller. Okay. All right. Well, the, the one you saw was definitely much bigger. Not the smallest in the herd. Not full grown. All right. Well, I go back to camp with my mammoth. <laughs> Is it all right if we ride upon your shoulders? It gets down as low as it can to try to assist you. Come on, Tempest. Come on. <laughs> Buddy. Can I get a dex check with advantage from both of you? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that is a 15? 17. Okay. You both managed to stay up. Um, as you reach the rest of them, uh, he, over eager, just starts to grab the reins <laughs> and, like, pull the dogs and the axe peaks for um, <laughs> what, what are y'all gonna do i tell whoa 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 hang on hang on uh uh the, the good effort uh let me get the dogs untied and then we'll go from there okay aren't we gonna rest on the sled we're gonna rest <laughs> oh we're gonna oh okay what about everybody else <laughs> I don't know. I got a cool mammoth buddy, so we're going to keep traveling. Okay. <laughs> well, he's probably started, probably started making camp by now, so. <laughs> we could at least get to the A Descendant. 
Uh, upon enough. seeing the mammoth, I help Z start breaking down camp. <laughs> I am cursing the entire time. I just keep I just keep talking to my new mammoth friend. Super excited about getting to know him. Where go now? Are you sure you don't want some of this delicious axe beak food? He smacks it out of your hand <laughs> and reaches up to one of the trees around, breaks off a branch and brings it to his mouth. I'm fine. Are you sure you don't want to try it? Why am I imagining the like little uh, like kid elephant from Jungle Book? No, he's bigger than that. I know, but his attitude. <laughs> Oh. I guess we hit the road. <laughs> um, who needs to rest most? Anybody? I mean, I haven't done anything, so I don't necessarily need to. Well, I imagine all of us before we start getting exhaustion. Yeah, but now we have a big mammoth buddy. Oh, great. So if we took turns resting on the sled that he's pulling... I mean, weren't we already being pulled, though? Like, why do... I don't get it. I just wanted to have a mammoth <laughs> encounter, okay? <laughs> okay? I was hoping I could convince it to be our best friend forever, but he's a dick, so... <laughs> he just... I mean, he's still helping us. He's pretty nice. <laughs> okay, so let me get this straight here. Where are we at right now? Uh, you guys haven't moved. Sandy. You're still right here. Okay. <laughs> like, so he was right, he's ready camp. to go. I just want to point out here. You're going to have this mammoth take us through the forest. He's going to drag everything along. Yeah. In- including the axe beaks? I... We... Putting... How many hours is 17... Miles travel. 17 hours. Okay. How many people can fit on the dog sled now that um, most of the stuff is in the bag of holding? Uh, it can fit, what, what was it real, like 320 pounds per dog? Yeah, I mean, we all fit on it before. Yeah. But I mean, it's taken with other stuff now, right? Like you were saying? Well, if the bag of holding is the thing, then no. Well, I know that. But the bag of holding can't fit absolutely everything now. Yeah. The bag of holding had... probably hit about half the stuff. Me and Tempest will ride the mammoth. We'll ride him for like five hours and then we'll take camp again. I just want to enjoy this magical moment and then we can go back to camping. I, I'm all for this. I just don't want the dogs or axe beaks to get hurt. Altus, do you want to ride on the mammoth? Yes. <laughs> can we all ride on the mammoth he's a huge right um no i would say three of you is the max all right so we take turns because he's pulling I guess a lot of stuff too finnick doesn't want to for sure so no but I, I think there's a way for us to ride him out um for 17 hours and i'll get rests though if three of us can rest on the dog sled right yeah i mean yeah the the only concern is the mounts themselves they wouldn't be yeah. able to rest yeah i was gonna say you're 
dogs and axe beaks will have exhaustion, but. But. Well, all right. Who had a, who had riding mammoths on their, on their bingo card for this uh, adventure? Well, I didn't have on my bingo card, but it was on my bucket list. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan, guys? Oh, we just ride him for five hours and then we let him go. Okay, we so let him go. So we're doing five hours into the forest here. Yeah. So yeah, he'll get you about there, about at this bend in the river. Where we killed those regets. Just around the river bend? Yeah. I point so out. You're now to on the side where the bodies would be. Uh, I point out the bodies and go, these are where we killed mammoth hunters. Oh, they were burnt. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Oh, we burned the fuck out of those. There is a dark spot because the blizzard was pretty halted by by the spines. You can see where the burial took place, but. This is where we burned the bodies of many regets. (laughs) Am I done? Yes, you're done. Go. Good luck. Tell him, tell him we say thank you. We thank you and are sad that you do not wish to become a mighty warrior to our cause. Good luck slaying the mammoth hunters. And he turns and moves a lot more quickly now that he's unburdened um, back the way that he came. Goodbye, son of other mammoth. You prince among commoners. And I will say that no matter the gender, all of those mammoths were going to have the same voice. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't matter if it was a newborn or an ancient, that was what we had. Um, All right, so take a rest now. Did you know you had to have a mammoth voice prepared tonight, Coulter? No, I didn't. (laughs) Um, Who is taking watch or? (laughs) And this is why I kept speak with animals, but dropped detect magic. <laughs> I love the wilderness encounters in this game. I just have to say. Um, <laughs> Will has them... first watch. I go to bed. <laughs> what? I have first watch. I'm terrible at watch. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll join you, Quill. I'll join you for first watch. Oh. Well, at least there'll be company. All right, can I get perception checks from both of you as everyone else lays down to rest? I'm not that kind of rogue. You don't rest? Oh, I just got a six on perception. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 23. Nice. Um, The night is quiet. Right about the time that you guys sat down to rest is when the Aurora um, lets off and the night returns to a near pitch dark. Um, only the moonlight being reflected off the snow to let you see anything around the tents. Other than that, the watch is uneventful. Quite a quite a peaceful night, tranquil. Quite, yeah. quite a tranquil night. Ha 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 ha. I do what I can. Anything else or next watch? I don't think I have anything. Okay. So Tempest awakens. Is anyone taking watch with her? 
Oh, I'll take it. Okay, can go ahead and roll uh, perception checks for me. Oh, two. Good thing I'm getting that out of the way. <laughs> 17. Okay. Um, it is the darkest it's been in so long. The moon kind of appearing and disappearing between clouds left over from the blizzard earlier. Um, Z, you see these little um, roughly one foot tall um, ice white figures darting in and out of the trees and you hear the sounds of little giggles as they they play with each like little bits of the leaves and as you're watching them between the trees one of them ducks its head out from behind tempest and then disappears again each of them seeming to emanate a little bit of light from them uh, detect thoughts um nothing okay so they're not like okay 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 um oh your expression just changed uh yeah there's like some little things popping around in the as tempest flits around to try and see um all of them immediately turn into rock branch leaf and leave nothing there it's just this natural landscape behind tempest as she dart away yeah <laughs> and as know. she turns back to face you they reemerge, giggling to one another uh, <laughs> as they sort of dance off into the forest some of them climbing up into the trees and then the light that is around their bodies dissipating into the branches dissipating into the the frozen bed of the river um, slowly fading away into the forest okay bye what have you been drinking? Uh, you know, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> if you ingest alcohol, then you've been drinking. I think that <laughs> mammoth ride threw me for a loop. <sighs> um, I, hope, I hope people believe us when we tell them about that. I mean... We fought a freaking Shardland dragon. I think they can believe a mammoth. True. I mean, I would hope. The rest of your watch goes on uneventful as another four hours pass and you are in the pitch black coolness of morning. Wake everybody up. Let's go. Thirsty for vengeance. I miss Chardin. Who? Arm Bamath. I named him. His name oh. is Chardin. Oh, he didn't he didn't give you uh his his mammoth's given name? Apparently mammoths don't name themselves. Well so, that sounds inconvenient. How do they never mind? You are setting out from this bend in the river, 
just at the beginning of twilight with how late your rest began. Okay, okay so we, do you guys want to do the Axe Speaks in front again? I guess yeah. it's not Blizzard, so we're not as worried about it, but. I mean, I did all the work yesterday, so I feel like I should get to relax today. Okay. Right. I can see that. My eyes were rolled so far back in my head. <laughs> Will you take a little nap on the sled? Um, can I do a survival check? Sure. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, so, I mean, without the blizzard, the survival check is a little bit less necessary, but you are able to navigate um, the river, finding your way back into that larger open valley um, within three hours. So you can see um, you're at the base of this one mountain range um, that leads to more of an open space before that turn that led you into the other. So now we're looking at just at the sunset of twilight when you reach this open space. Um, an hour of light left. Maybe we should get to like the foot of the mountain here and then stop for the night. Or do we want to go in? If we can get within a mile, I can see if there's any activity going on. Mm. It might be best to meet him in the middle of the night. If we can, if they're also Unlike Master, my familiar can walk through walls, so that might be also helpful. Okay, I am going to sprint real quick. You guys take roughly a uh, mile an hour to get across there. Um, so it's going to take you, you know, five hours to get to that mile away point that Finnick is talking about. And I'll be right back. I'm not going to pause. You guys may just continue knowing that that is what your path is. Well, if it's twilight, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's nighttime, is it? It just means with uh, snow and stuff. Yeah. There's light out. Right. I turn to Tempest and in a conspiratory tone go, what do you think of Altus? What do you mean? What do I think of him? Do you think, do you think like I should try harder to like be his friend? Like I, at first he was just like our lodger and then he was convenient, you know, keep us from dying cleric, but He's been with us a long time now, and I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. Are you being do you, sarcastic? Do you, do you treat him like you're not his friend? Well, I'm just saying I could be nicer. I could treat him like I treat you. you you're saying you're nice to me? Yes. Can we all hear this or is this like a private? No, it's conspiratorially. <laughs> you can hear it because you can read my brain. <laughs> Only if I want to. Oh, I'm assuming you're always doing that. <laughs> no, I've told you guys that I don't do it because I value your privacy. Yeah, I said that. I kind of look over at Altus in the distance or whatever from wherever we're standing and sure, would you like to describe what you're doing right now? <laughs> So it really pulled the visual together. Um, I assume if you guys are off a little bit, like I'm in front or uh, behind, or probably with Finnick, and I'm asking Finnick about. Uh, so, what do you think of uh, uh, what was her name? The the necromancer. I, I I didn't catch her name. I just she has she has 
zombies. It's it was amazing. Yeah, I, sure. do you you said you had books. Do you have any books on that? I just I would love to read oh. and see if I could. Yeah, I, I did, but uh, fortunately, my house blew up. Uh, in the first order of business racket. is get you your things back. Yes, or any things to. Uh, I'll just uh, just throwing this out there, friend. Uh, I don't know if Tyr would be uh, would like you summoning things from the beyond or giving life to the lifeless. Is that an imbalance? Uh, yeah, if something's supposed to die and then you bring it back for your own gain, I would classify that as an imbalance. Uh, and upon that, Altus is just going to start really pondering and just kind of going back and forth with Finnick about like, well, if it died evil and we bring it back to do good and slay evil, does that kind of negate the... So to answer your question, Helena, he's doing a lot of pondering. So, <laughs> so as, as we look over to focus on for him for a second, he's in one of those thoughtful periods where he's just like, he's just like looking into space. Yeah. <laughs> really debating the morality of life and death. And it's roughly here that you reach that opening to the much smaller valley. I need to know what happens. <laughs> you are within a half an hour of the fortress. Back in darkness now. And it's like the middle of the night now. Um, well, no, you're going to answer my question, though? <laughs> I mean, I... I guess you could be nicer to him. He hates rich people. I appreciate that. I also hate rich people. Uh, it's don't tell him. He just hates demons. I mean, don't it could tell be him. both. Don't tell him, but it's a huge, res- like, huge respect factor that he did that to all those nobles. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of gave him. A, I, yeah, you're right. We won't tell him. Just don't tell him that I think that. You can do whatever you want. Can you just oh, thanks point for out your here. permission. Can you just point out here for a second that we technically could be considered rich people based on the amount of things that we have and the amount of money that we have compared to other commoners? Oh, just throwing that out there. Right. Yeah, but we're investing it back into the community. Are we? Yeah, fireball spells. And- <laughs> <laughs> you got all of your spells for free, I'm just going to say. <laughs> and we literally uh, stole from one of the cares, like all of their savings. <laughs> to answer the other question, though, it's about seven, well, eight o'clock did. and you reach that we point. Did. I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. That never while, happened. While they're having that conversation, I just want to cast clairvoyance in the background. So maybe you guys can finish up what you guys were doing. I, I, I think we're done. Okay. So I miss Chardon. <laughs> oh my god, it was one. It was like five hours. Best five hours. Okay. Are you choosing seeing or hearing? I'll say seeing. And you're going for the base of the fortress? Yeah, um, looking up the ramp uh, to enter the fortress and like looking towards the direction of the fortress to see if there's any activity, any like troop mobilization, anything I can glean from it. Um, so 
there are still the same small pricks of light from all of the tiny windows. Um, there's still smoke coming off of the top of it as it billows out. Um, but there's nobody, there's no people walking around outside of it. Okay. What is it? What do you think that spell looks like when you cast that? Um, in my mind, it's a like astral projection of um, Jesker, just an invisible little bird guy that only I can see. And he uh, is just kind of floating in the air, looking at whatever I want him to look at. <laughs> so there's no uh, nobody on the outside of the fortress. Can I see the defensive of the fortress? Like, is the is it a pretty big gate? Um, can I see people or lights in like the arrow slits on the walls? Um, so, so there are lights in, in almost all of the arrow slits. A few of them are dim, but for the most part, they're all lit. Um, you cannot see really within them. Uh, it is still, and I'll remind you guys here so you can kind of see what it did look like. Um, it is still this behemoth of, uh, a behemoth of stone. Uh, with these the staircase leading up to it, but not a soul on the staircase, just those lights lit in. And you can see that the gate at the top um, where you had seen that dragon leave before is still just open, left from presumably when it escaped. You don't really know if anything's happened between now and then. That looks like an opportunity. Mm. How far up is that? Um, that is from the actual um, ground. Uh, that is, let me pull that real quick one moment. questions that you don't think about for some reason. <laughs> uh, it's, I'd say it's roughly 300 feet from, um, from the base. I'll let everyone know what I saw. Could we approach the top of the fortress from the mountainside? It looks like there's a ridge. And with our climbers kits, we should be able to get relatively close. And there's also that walkway if you needed. I'm assuming the walkway will be washed. Okay, so what time is it now? Uh, it's about eight o'clock at this point as you're approaching the base of the fortress. Oh, okay. Uh, do we need, does anybody need to rest? I mean, I, I haven't done anything today yeah another well, day of just travel how long have we traveled um so you guys left camp at about 10 o'clock so about 10 hours at this point okay because my i would think let's take a short rest and then attack in the middle of the night or what's considered the night that would be my suggestion so i suggest yeah. my only caveat to that is these druagar they live underground, correct? Mm -hmm. Would it not make more sense to go during twilight 
when they're probably the least active? I don't know when they're active. Well, I guess they would see us in the dark or the twilight. Do we go with the original plan where Z brings us to here? Oh, but the original plan didn't work because he doesn't speak Dwarven. Mm. I'm up for a short rest and then attempt climbing up to that and dropping in. Makes more sense than trying to fight our way up to that point. Dropping in from the top. Yeah. We don't know how hard that climb's going to be. Or if we can even get up to the ridge. Well, can you fly us up into the mountains and then we camp? Not all of us, no. I can cast it twice before I need a long rest. Um, And that's only two people. You can cast fly on how many creatures? One. One at a time? Yep. We're not getting the mammoths. You get a flying mammoth. <laughs> it was like the mammoth is long gone. <laughs> but we know where they were going. <laughs> yeah, 10 hours in the other direction. <laughs> I see we're just going through the front door. I have a crazy plan. <laughs> You? No way. (laughs) The plan is anything other than going in fireballs ablazing, and I'm I'm up for hearing it. Well, so you can cast fly on two creatures, correct? Not at the same time, but yes. Not at the same time. Yeah. Was fly concentration? It is. I remove With higher levels you can, but it depends on what higher level you have, right? I only have third, so yeah, so just one. Uh, master, hear me out. Cast it into this. He shouldn't cast it into that. It might try to take him. I know, but just cast it into this, and then don't go crazy. What? I'd much rather not. But then I could make the Axe Beak blimp work, though. What? We tie two Axe Beaks to either side of the sled, and then they both fly, carrying the sled with us on it, up the mountain. Axe Beak blimp. Why are we dating again? I don't know. Again, only one at a time. <laughs> but if he casts the spell into the Shardland, I can cast the other spell, and then we can have two. Unless he's gone crazy and we have to kill him. Well, then we're just down one master, but we at least have one fly spell left. Okay, but then how do you get? How do you control the axe beast? I just ask them. <laughs> you ask them. Oh, my God. I don't know if they're smart enough to know. The sensation of family. I will have you know that axe beaks are very intelligent. They're some of the smartest animals I have talked to. Yes, but still animals. I'm just saying, my I plan will work. Uh, I mean, I could also try and utilize Tensor's floating disc while I fly 
Uh, but that is only up to 500 pounds. So I think either way, it's going to be tough. And then I have to get on, if we do the fly, we have to get on top of the peak within 10 minutes or else we'll fall to our deaths. Well, we don't need to get to the top of the peak. We just need to get close enough to the entrance of that fortress. That would be plenty of time. I really think that we can just simplify this by using the front door. Above you, smoke belches out of the gate as the lights continue to twinkle, the wind picking up around the fortress. We have a bag of holding, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, I have, no. no. I, I'm just saying you two creatures can live for up to five minutes inside of a bag of holding. Tensor's floating disc and fly. We could fly right up there. You would need to remove the majority of what it's holding right now because it can only hold 64 cubic inches. Sure. We could just put it back on the sled. We're going to come back for it. And the animals aren't going to eat it? No, I'll ask them not to. And plus, the dogs would stop the axe beaks. We've done it before. I don't recall ever putting anyone in a bag of holding. No, I mean, we've we've left the axe beaks with the food mm. before. Well, I mean, it's worth a shot. Let's just hope I don't get shot out of the air. I'm just saying it would work. That's all I'm saying. I, we can do whatever. I'm just saying that would work. I, I'm going to be getting in the bag of holding, aren't I? Unless you want to sit on the tensor floating disc, precariously uh, balancing on a thin plane of invisible force over a 300-foot drop into jagged, icy snow. I, I more went uh, that I think I, I think I take up the least amount of space. Uh, whatever, whatever is best for the group, I will. Z's the lightest. Legit question. Can two people fit into 64 cubic inches? Uh, Isn't it a 10 by 10? That is a... That's five feet by five feet, right? I guess we're talking about three-dimensional. So it's two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. And also, uh, looking over my spell again, it, it seems that the tensor's floating disc can't get more than three feet off the ground. I would say one person can fit inside the bag, not two. Well, that's and the tensor's, space. tensor's disc won't work anyway, yeah. so that's out regardless. Uh, Is there, well, are there any people on the stairs leading up to the door? No. No. Does it look like there's any activity going on? It's just too far away for me to see. So we sneak up to the front, Shivers checks it, and then we're in. (laughs) Certainly that seems like the best idea. That's that's the most sensible idea. I mean, it's the least fun one. Oh my God. I don't disagree with you, Quill. All right, so you're all sneaking? Mm-hmm. Is that the plan? Um, I think we're going to let someone sneak up first and check it out because I cannot sneak anymore. I can stealth. Oh, wait, can I? Hold on. 
not like you can't. You just oh, don't yeah, have no. a bunch of bonuses. <laughs> Impossible well, is different I'm, than improbable. I'm at a disadvantage. Yeah, so am I. However, so who, so you guys are splitting up. Two people are going ahead, and two people are, or the rest of you are behind. Well, me and Altus are usually the sneaky ones, but I don't like how everyone talked about my plan, so I don't know if I want to help. Okay, you got to do the mammoth thing. Shut up. Okay, we're <laughs> staying behind. <laughs> okay, so Altus is sneaking alone up the steps. No, I go with him. <laughs> so they are, whoever's going up, go ahead and roll your stealth. Uh, 18 plus 5, so 24. <laughs> Uh, 14. Okay. Um, as you go along, um, the, the steps crisscrossing back and forth as you get 150 feet above the ground yeah. little by little, um, the wind gets stronger and stronger the higher you get, and it just gets harder to hear anything. Both of you would have to really lean in to even hear each other speak, and you realize that it would be nigh impossible to hear your footsteps as you make it up the steps. Um, uh, I turn back towards the group and just kind of like unstealthily wave them towards us. <laughs> I head over there. So if you were looking at that photo that I originally sent you guys, um, how high on that are you going? I mean, we might as well go to the top. Does it go all the way to the top top or does it go? Part it was about halfway up. Okay, so the main entrance is like a halfway point. The entrance of these stairs lead to, yeah? Yeah. All right, so let's do it. All right, we go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is such a big map for such (laughs) tiny little tokens. It's a fortress. As you zigzag along, you finally reach a straightaway that brings you back, and you can see in front of you double stone doors, almost as flat as the hewn stone around them, um, as well as an arrow slit in the wall. Go ahead and arrange yourself however you'd like. That's pretty good. Um, ready. Stand right next to it. I would like to send shivers inside it. Inside the um, the stone arrow doors. Oh, inside the stone doors. Um, sure. Uh, and then I will look through his eyes. Okay. Um, as he moves his way inside, they're immediately inside. Each of these uh, squares is ten feet, as you guys can see again. Um, there is a portcullis 10 feet behind the stone doors. And beyond that is an empty, uh, large kind of antechamber room. No creatures? No. Mm -mm. No guards even? There is another um, arrow slit in this room. Well, can I fly up to that and look through that one? Like through the the arrow slit? Through the wall around it. Um, there is a Duragar uh, on guard. She is kind of lazily looking through the arrow slit, occasionally looks back. The room behind her has um, 
braziers lit along uh, a long low table with benches on either side, but the room around it is pretty empty aside from her. It seems that she's the only one on guard in this area. There are doors lining the room. Okay, I'll bring Shivers back and then just go, well, there's a guard. So as soon as we enter this door, we, we're in. They know we're here. <laughs> So once we open this door, stealth's out, out of the question, I'm pretty sure. So we go in blazing. All right, Master. And I describe where the arrow slit is for spell casting purposes. Okay. It's kind of a narrow margin, but I mean, can you shoot a fireball through that? Well, if I want to waste a fireball on one enemy... But but we went to all that effort. <laughs> How far away do we think that person is? I mean, I just I, I I should know, right? Yeah, it's it's like uh, if you're okay, standing from outside the door, um, thirty feet from outside the door. If you're right up against the door. Okay, from right outside the door, I want to do detect thoughts. Um, you get the immediate surface of bored and annoyed. But no one else in the vicinity. And then two uh, sleeping. Mm. And how far does yours reach? 30 feet. Um, yeah, so you get two sleeping and then you get another one from the other side, um, which how locational is this for you? Um, I don't know. Okay. So we so, don't get any directions at all. You get annoyed and bored, two sleeping and one that goes, what are they waiting for? <gasps> oh, okay. One board, two sleeping and one that's waiting for us. Okay, I'm going to relay that to the party. Well, I guess surprise is already out of the question. Yeah, but if they've if, also lost surprise as well, I'm assuming that they're someone's in there waiting for us. I really wish we had our mammoth. Would you? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go through the door. <laughs> you do what? I would like to go to kick open the door unless somebody would like to stop me and try something else. Do it. Okay. Get it, girl. As she does that, I will cast Summon Fae and I'll summon my friend little Fae creature to fight alongside me. You know okay. what? What does it look like? He looks exactly like the like a member of the tiger tribe. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So a female. Okay. Don't you Tempest. hate the tiger tribe? Yeah. As you start oh, to try me. and land a kick on the door, right before your foot hits, they grind open. <gasps> revealing the portcullis behind and a smoggy, low-lit room. Oh, I should have opened the portcullis. 
before we went in here. Oh, well. So you can see all of that now. There's like a lever on the other side? Not in this room, no. Hmm. But as the doors finish opening, the portcullis goes up. Mm. Anyone else that think means- this is kind of creepy? <laughs> it goes Maybe. up, meaning we can't cross it. No, it goes, oh, up, goes, meaning goes we can. up into the ceiling. Oh, okay. They Portugalis, want. Yeah. So maybe they just want to have tea. Mm. Maybe they want all their armor back. I, hug, I grab my armor. <laughs> have it. <laughs> my. Okay, I run across here. <laughs> All right. Uh, the An arrow immediately flies from within the arrow slit as you hear a call to action uh, in Underdark from inside that room. Underdark? Undercommon is what he means. Sorry, Undercommon. Oh, God, you. I was uh, like, the does- <laughs> I'm sorry, a 12? Let me see. Yes. <sighs> no. The uh, arrow glances off of your armor as you all rush into the room and you hear that call to action. And that is where we're going to end tonight. Ah. So thank you yeah. all so much for joining us as we got to <laughs> I was prepared for you guys to finish this thing and I was like I don't know how far they're gonna get it's there's a lot of stuff happening in here um but so thank mm-hmm. you all so much for joining us tonight I appreciate it um and we will be posting this next week after this we're going to be discussing what happened this evening and a couple of the immediate spoilers in the after party because there's some things that I was just screaming at them in my head the whole time um so <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) With that, uh, please like and subscribe. Um, Thank you so much for those of you that are showing up on the Twitch. We've really enjoyed the Twitch chat. Obviously, I know Rio has been keeping up with that, but it's been fun for all of us to kind of read it as it's come past. Um, Feel free to ask us questions that you have either in the email, in the comments of this video, on any of the social medias below. Our email is mightymmcast at gmail.com or, of course, on the Patreon. So thank you so much to those of you that have followed us on the Patreon, um, especially Sparky, David Lugo, David, Daniel, uh, Scott, Alistair, and Rio's mom. Uh, And without further ado, we will end with our current tagline for the month. Roll for initiative and say your tearful goodbyes. Good night, everybody. Yes.